The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 34, where we're going to be talking about bullet journaling. I'm super stoked to share this interview with y'all because this lady boss is so, so, so much fun. If this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Now let's get ready to dive deep into bullet journaling and creating to-do lists that seriously don't suck. Hey y'all, I'm super, super excited to share with you uh, this guest. Mally is kind of somebody that is very similar to me in systems and amazingness, um, and so I'm really excited to share her with you. Mally, how are you doing today? Hey Jordan, excited to be here and to geek out on systems. Love it. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) So let's start off by just showing us a couple details about you and your business. Yeah, so uh, I am a business strategist and coach to creative entrepreneurs, and the work that I do is focused around moving them from that entrepreneur, kind of like solopreneur rut, into the CEO role in their business, and that trickles into their life. So it's usually a pretty good um, relationship for them. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, someone is definitely needed in that in that gap and transition because it, it yeah. can be a rough one. <laughs> Uh, So let's go ahead and dive into the juicy stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about bullet journaling and a little bit about to-do lists as well. So go ahead and describe uh, what it was like before you had implemented um, this bullet journaling uh, phenomenon. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those like catchphrase kind of things like bullet journaling and people are like, what is that? It's like (laughs) bulletproof coffee and, and things like that. It's like everything has to do with bullets. So I'm, you know, I'm like you, I'm a systems person. And so I've always loved planners and notebooks and and all of that. And I would geek out about it and just get a whole bunch of planners. And then I would really geek out about complaining about them and how horrible they were (laughs) and how they did not actually suit my needs. Yeah. So at the start of last year or the start of 2016, What I said was, okay, let me try this bullet journaling thing that I've seen come up on Pinterest or Instagram or something like that. So before I looked into it, I just kind of had like three planners at a time that I was trying to keep everything straight on. Mm -hmm. But mostly what I was doing was trying to keep my to-do list in my head and on Evernote, Google Drive in three planners and it was just it was too much so that's when I knew I needed to implement a new system totally love that so you kind of found it through Pinterest or all of that sort of stuff so then yeah um so then kind of like what finally drove you to then be like okay I'm going to commit to bullet journaling versus maybe some other things that you had found I wouldn't say I committed to it It was more like, I'm going to try this and see how it goes, just like I had with all of these other planners. And what happened was um, I'm in therapy to get out of like very black and white thinking. Mm. So the black and white thinking on bullet journaling was I had to do it 
exactly as the system explained. And I realized the system was great. The system worked um, for a reason, but I wanted to incorporate different pieces of my planning puzzle into one like bullet journal slash to-do list system. And so that's what really got me going. Gotcha. No, that's good. So kind of walk us through your bullet journaling Mm -hmm. steps so that we can, you know, follow them or, or, you know, have our own version of them too. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, the basics behind bullet journaling is that you make a bulleted list of whatever you have to do that month. And that's um, meetings, that's items on your to-do list. It all goes into a single thing. And typically you start with what's called a monthly spread and you say, okay, um, March, I have to do X, Y, Z, and you list out every single thing that you want to do. And then as you go by each day, you use arrows or other signatures to say, this is important, or this needs to be moved to the next day or the next month, or we're skipping this entirely. There's all of these little things you do to the bullets to say what you have either accomplished with it or what you have not accomplished with it. That was a little much for me. (laughs) So I started out trying to do that. And then while I was trying to implement this system, I discovered um, the getting things done system um, by David Allen. And so, yeah, so I was reading about that and I liked that to an extent, but I also wanted to do that my own way. So I kind of (laughs) merged them into this new like to-do list system. So I just have a single notebook that I use and I list out every single thing that I'm thinking about and kind of like the getting things done way. That's like, get it out, get it on paper. It's not an Evernote and Google Drive and on paper. It's all right here on the paper. And then from there, I pick my top three things that I want to do for the day. And I'll move them from that master list over onto my regular list, plus including what I have as far as appointments or other commitments for the day. If I don't get them done, then I will make a little arrow that says it goes back on the main list, and then I take it from there. So mm-hmm. sounds a little complicated, but it's basically brain dump your entire idea, keep it in a single place, and then have this master to-do list that you're choosing your most important things from each day to get accomplished. So then what happens when there's things that just come up as the months are happening? That's what mm-hmm. I'm thinking next. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, And again, I'm not too dogmatic about it, but I will just go back to my monthly spread and add it to the bottom of the list. Okay. Um, And then that will occasionally, if things are coming up, then I'll look up at the top of my list and I will do a little arrow thing next to other things that need to get moved ahead. So for instance, there was a project I was going to have done this month. Other projects came up that needed to take priority with both clients and within my own business. Mm-hmm. So I took all of those bullet points that were related to the other project, put little arrows next to them. So they're not gone. Whereas in the past, I might have deleted it off my to-do list and completely forgotten about it. Mm. And then been like, wait, I'd already mapped out what exactly to do on this project. Now it's gone. And that's super annoying. <laughs> yeah. So now I have it all right there, but I know I don't have to uh, tackle it for another month. Oh, interesting. So then these symbols that you talk about, you come up with your own um, or are there ones that they suggest? I have recommended ones. And so what I have mainly stuck with is 
um, the arrow, the right arrow, which means to go to either the next day or a bigger right arrow that means to go to the next month, um, a complete cross out, which says we're actually no longer doing this task at all. Mm. Um, and then little X's over each bullet as you accomplish them. And that serves as a second purpose, which is uh, what I've heard called a to-done list or a to-done list. Yeah. <laughs> and that's keeping a record of things that you've already accomplished for multiple reasons. Right. A, have I actually gotten this task done? Right. B, boy, I feel like I've not accomplished anything this month. Oh, just kidding. Check out the whole monthly spread and all of those X's that. that are on that list. So it's not like a lot of digital lists where you check the checkbox, yeah. it's gone, so you don't have to think about it. I want to keep thinking about it because I want right. to be like, go you, you accomplished this this month. I know, I feel like that honestly has been a recent thing of mine because I keep feeling this like I'm not getting anything done, even though I know I am, um, right. like <laughs> more than whatever. But so <laughs> just like having the ability to go back and be like, wow, okay. Like I, I feel like I would even be surprised and happy to see all the things that I did get done because uh-huh. yeah, cause it's once it's out of sight, out of mind, it's great in a sense of like, okay, that's not taking up mental space anymore. But also it's like, you need those moments when you're feeling like, okay, I've been a lazy bum. Um, mm-hmm. when in reality, I know I haven't, but just like having a whole list to be like, Oh, like, that's awesome. Like, let me just do a little celebration for all of that. That just happened. Yep. So yeah, exactly. And it's also a nice thing in particular, if you're going through a launch cycle, and you get really detailed and for that month, or for like two months, you have a whole bunch of bullet points of things that you need to do. Whereas in the past, I might have had that in Asana or Trello, and then deleted them and then like had to go back or either like make a copy of a project so that you have those bullet points. It's on paper. And like, that's the least systems like tech <laughs> yeah. kind of thing that I can say, but moving back to this paper system has just been so beneficial for that reason. Yeah, no, that is good. I think I definitely would love to go back to a paper system. I have a fear of leaving it somewhere and like, yeah, that's true because I travel often. Um, and so for me, I'm just like, oh my gosh, if I lose it, my soul will crumble into the earth. <laughs> now the nice thing with the master list is you can do something like take a picture that syncs to your Dropbox or your drive. And Evernote even has the yeah. thing where you can like sync notes. So you can take a handwritten note, put it in your Evernote and then use it. Like you could, could check it off um, in your Evernote if you wanted a that digital version. Yeah, no, I don't, yeah. I like that idea. Yeah, I know. I. Evernote, Dropbox, Asana, <laughs> all the places. I'm yeah. just like, okay, this is an efficiency. Or even like the notes thing on my phone. I'm like, yep, wow. I mostly use notes for like, yeah, for, for just taking ideas. Yeah. Um, and the other nice thing about having this single notebook that I do the bullet journaling in is that I do take time to consolidate other things like I have Mm -hmm. Google keep where I just take quick notes or sometimes it becomes Evernote. Well, then I can take them and move that into, um, the, some of the more exciting parts of bullet journaling, which is you keep an index at the front of your notebook. So right now I have a blank page, it's page 35 Mm -hmm. and I could write like, 
list of books I want to read this month. Mm. And so then I could keep track of like the books that I'm reading this month and go back and look at it in the future. Some people use it for tracking how much water they drink in a day. So they'll say like page 42 is like my water tracker for each month. And so they can just keep going back and making sure they're keeping track of their water. For me, that's a little bit much. I know a lot of people really enjoy like paper tracking of habits and things like that. Yeah, or just like, because yeah, I'm, I've recently started doing just like daily on my whiteboard, just like kind of bulleting out, I guess, like what the to do's are. And I do like a big Sunday, whatever, brain dump. And then every day I kind of do bullets. Um, And it's just nice to check it off. I just, I like Mm -hmm. to see the physical check like next to it. And so, you know, with habits and stuff, it's nice to just know that you did it. I need to do that with my supplements now that I'm thinking about it. Some people do it for supplements too. Like seriously, if you go to Instagram or Pinterest and like, I'm not a huge Pinterest person, but for some reason I was looking up notebooks on Mm -hmm. Pinterest and I was like, Ooh, this is pretty. Now a lot of people have beautiful bullet journals. Mine is like a really ugly bullet journal. (laughs) It is really just, I write words and I cross them off. So nobody wants to see Pinterest or Instagram images of my bullet journal, especially because I'm sure I'd also get people being like, that's not real bullet journaling because I've adapted it. Like got rid of symbols and added my own. So, but making it your own, I think is important for any system. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Like, you know, to, to adapt yourself to other someone else's system, it's just not going to work. <laughs> like Absolutely. there's a level of personalization because, you know, somebody who like, even with like morning routines, you know, like mm. if I did someone else's morning routine, yes. I would just kick and scream. Um, but, you know, figuring out, okay, I like a little bit of this person's, a little bit of this person's, a little bit of this person, and then combine it. Um, then you can kind of like figure it out and stuff like that. Um, in your bullet journaling, do you uh, keep track of like a CRM? So like if you're networking or mm-hmm. if you're doing calls with people or stuff like that, like is there a page? Is that like yes. just part of the master to-do list? Okay. Yeah, there's a separate page I have for outreach and it's like name, dates, contacted. So I can um, keep track of when I did follow up and components like that. Um, and then a yes, no column for whatever I was pitching them for, whether that's a guest post or a sale or a collaboration. Mm. Um, Cause ultimately our goal is to get to that heck yes, heck no. Right, exactly. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Uh, anything else with the bullet journaling that we may have missed or you pretty much wrapped it up? Um, no, I, I think what I wanna get across with the bullet journaling is it sounds like this big, huge, giant system and everybody's talking about it. But the important thing is learning what the system is and then adapting it to what works for you. So I do encourage your listeners to look it up. They've got a simple like five minute video right on their homepage. That's like, here's how you do bullet journaling. And it's probably explained much better than I just did. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. We'll put that in the show notes so people can can take a look at that. Uh, And then our final couple questions of what was your best financial investment in business? Best um, was hiring people. And here's the important part. It was hiring par- people, hiring appropriate people at an appropriate time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so whether that was a coach or an assistant or a designer, a photographer, you know, all of these people we work with over time, 
it's important not to just do it because, oh, I'm supposed to have a virtual assistant or I'm supposed to have a designer or whatever people are telling you. Don't jump into it just because you think it's time. Do it when it is time. And there's, you know, multiple ways you can figure out when it's time to hire a virtual assistant or anybody. But the important thing is it was a best financial investment because I did it at the right time. Yeah, totally, totally agree on that. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then what was your worst financial investment in business? Hiring the wrong people at the wrong time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I always love it when those end up being opposite. (laughs) I I mean, I love the kind of like synchronicity of answers like that. So, um, but it's absolutely true. Um, I tried to set up a full agency system when I didn't really need the infrastructure that I created like again super systems person I was like yes heck yeah it's all right we've got like 16 people on board and like two clients and so like everybody's bench warming except for these four people so (laughs) yes I was prepared to take on clients yes we had already taken on some clients but I should have been hiring um as I needed the people instead of being already ready like, okay, here we go. I've interviewed you. Time to go. Like, that's a waste of their time. It's a waste of my time. Right. I, I yeah. totally agree with that. So I know <laughs> it's like, I just want to build it all and then like, and have all the ducks ready in to row, go. And then it's like, why? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, you'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Having the confidence with that, which obviously us being systems people were, were good at that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, absolutely. So it's part of it. So where can people find you online, um, share social media, website, all that stuff? I am, uh, I think, the only Mally Ridzik in the world um, from my research. So <laughs> if, you, if you search my name, that's that's what you're going to find. Um, that's M-A-L-L-I-E-R-Y-D-Z-I-K. And that's dot com. That's at Twitter. Uh, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, favorite places to hang out are actually Twitter is my favorite. You can see my live tweets of The Bachelor, um, which is very exciting uh, for everybody I hear (laughs) from all of the followers I lose every time I live tweet The Bachelor. But (laughs) yeah, but Facebook, Instagram, those are other two great places to find me. Yeah, I love that. So thank you so much, Mally, for coming on. I really had a great time. Yeah, thanks so much, Jordan. listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.